Hi, it's wonderful to be here on this uh, blistery day. I'm from Northwest Washington, so this is my weather, and I love it. So thank you, Ithaca, for having me. Every narrative, every act is a call and a response to faith. Whether it's faith in something or for some, faith in nothing at all. Faith in some sort is involved in our lives. It's a thread that weaves throughout our world. It is part of our story. Jesus of Nazareth, he recognized this and he questioned the religious status quo of his time. He confronted people who use religion for power and gain. This is a fact that is so often forgotten in our culture about who Jesus was. Jesus was a rabbi whose followers believed he was God incarnate and who sacrificed their own lives to represent his vision of love for the world. They refused to back down from the message of love and the claim that he was resurrected from the dead. This is how incredible Jesus was, that he prompted a movement of people who dedicated their lives to sacrificially helping others, so much so that they were willing to die for this cause. In their minds, love had come down in the form of Jesus. And in his resurrection, they had found freedom to live lives of liberty, to proclaim truth to people, to say that they deserve to be free, they deserve to have love, they deserve to have their needs met. This is what the early church was actually about. And what's so sad is how often this message gets exploited and misused. Jesus himself articulated the incredible power of love. He spoke of how religion can and it should be used for bringing love and peace to our world. Not the sword, but peace. Because God is love, as one of Jesus' followers put it. Religion, though, it tends to distort this message, this eternal message of love for power and individual gain. And religion has been used to wrongly justify the Crusades, slavery, segregation, and in more recent times, acts of terror. We need to represent something better. We need a better solution that we can be in ourselves. We need to live a better ideal of what religion should mean. Love, peace, charity, acts of kindness, self-sacrificial love. Jesus is an example of someone who faced oppressive religion. And he said, you've heard this, hate your enemy, get an eye for an eye. But I tell you this, love your neighbor, even those who hate you, persecute you, despise you, marginalize you. And we can summarize much of Jesus' message as be generous to those who persecute you, even those who hate you, condemn you, stand against you. Live sacrificially for the sake of the betterment of the impoverished, the marginalized, the outsider, the refugee. Jesus called the rich, the powerful, the mighty to account. He said that we should live self-sacrificially for those who are hurting and on the outside, those who are hurting inside themselves, spiritually oppressed, but those who are also hurting from the things that go on in our world. And in fact, he even says this is how he will recognize those who actually know him, by whether or not they do these acts. In one of Jesus' last messages to his disciples, he gets down on bended knee. He takes a towel and he washes their feet. 
And he says that this is how they should show love to others. This is how they should represent him. And later on, he tells them that there's no greater love than this, that a person should lay down his life for his friend. This is just prior to his arrest and his crucifixion. This is what got Jesus killed. This message, the question power and said, you should love people instead. The question those who use religion for gain and oppression. And me, as a Christian, I say no longer will my religion be allowed to be used for these exploitive purposes. No longer. And I remember the great people who have suffered and died for what this message should really mean. People like Martin Luther King Jr. who stood up for what he believed his faith really represented. Equality, hope for all, creation of jobs, people being lifted out of poverty. Later, the book of James will summarize this message as pure and undefiled religion is this in the sight of God. To look after orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So let us live as people who don't give into the pressure of our world. This staining that tells us that we should put ourselves before other people. But instead, let us set aside that nonsense and say there's something better. There's a greater message to be had. There is something that actually matters here. There is love that is worth fighting for and dying for. That is worth believing in and standing against oppression for. There is love that we can represent. And this means... Placing the refugee, the outsider, the impoverished, the imprisoned, the voiceless in our world before ourselves. So I ask you, my brothers and sisters of this great planet we have on this great Earth Day, when we represent defending our Earth, and we represent defending what is good and holy and right and true in the world, let us answer the call of love in word and deed. Let us not just be a message we proclaim, but something we live in action. Let us remember that this should be the narrative that is woven throughout our religion. That this is the narrative of our lives, our very existence, our very core, who we are. If I could summarize Jesus' message, I would say that his economy is based on love. His economy is based on love. And his currency itself is love. And self-sacrifice is at the core. And this, my friends, is true religion. Thank you.